Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hello, everyone. Aaron Stewart again. Welcome to the next installment of the uh, Data Access Podcast. Good to have you. I appreciate those that have listened to uh, of the first podcast um, and the subsequent ones and great, grateful for the comments. Uh, one, one of the questions I've, I've got and I want to address right now is, is some of you wanted to know what made the Extraordinary Golf School so great. And it's a fair question, right? Uh, it is great. I'm not going to change my stance on that. It's fantastic. It's the best golf school in the world. And uh, I'd be happy to take that up with anybody. I've been to a, an Extraordinary Golf School, I, I don't know, a couple dozen times maybe 30 times if you throw in all the private lessons with Fred. I mean, I, I've been there a lot and uh, I love it. And if I could go more, I would. So, um, but it's a great place to learn golf. So what makes Extraordinary Golf so great? I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with uh, the original time I went because that was, the, that was the biggest epiphany, I guess, for me. I, I went with my, my buddy Thane and um, He's the one that introduced me to the whole concept of extraordinary golf and, and what they were all about. And we went to a golf school uh, together. Unfortunately, it was in July over my work, wife's birthday. And uh, I was on the Nextel cell phone network at the time, which did not work well. I ended up calling my wife on her birthday very, very late that day. So it almost killed the whole extraordinary golf thing for me, right? Because um, all of a sudden golf looked more important than my wife to her, which isn't the case, but boy, it wasn't good, right? So don't ever, whatever you do, right? If you book a, a trip to extraordinary golf, make sure that it is not over your wife's birthday, no matter what, just don't do it. And if you can avoid Mother's Day, I've done that as well. And also avoid when your family has a trip planned to Disneyland because that doesn't go over well either. I have done all those things. Okay, so if you can avoid it, please do. But anyway, back to my story. So Extraordinary Golf School. Uh, we show up, uh, Thane and I show up. We're staying at a, a buddy's of his house. We're staying in their guest house. I mean, it's nice. I mean, guest house, are you kidding? It's nice. It's up in the hills of Carmel. It has this amazing view frightening dogs, right? So we had to sneak into the, into the guest house to avoid the German shepherds. It's like the whole Magnum PI thing, right? Just avoid the dogs at all costs and get in as quick as you can. But it's a gorgeous place, love staying there. And we actually um, go out and play with this buddy of his at, uh, at Quail Lodge, which is a cool course, great little place there in, in Carmel Valley. I've stayed there a bunch, awesome place. So. If, if you can stay there, great. They have a cool exotics car show there a couple times a year or maybe once a year. I don't know, but really awesome place. Very Carmelish, if you will. So uh, we go and play this, this Quell Lodge course. And it's awesome. I mean, I'm having a great time playing golf. I, I'm not very good. I'm a little embarrassed because I'm playing in front of, of Thane's buddy. But I'm trying to, to, to be, you know, I'm trying to, to at least kind of buy in, right? And we play a couple holes and then this buddy of, of Thane's, and he's also been to the Extraordinary Golf School, he, um, he, he asks if we can play the next hole in dead silence, like without talking, right? And I'm like, what? 
whack job, right? I don't want anything to do with this. So uh, I'm like looking around and things like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. And so we do it. And it was weird, guys. I mean, I gotta be honest, with you. it was just weird. Um, but we go through and do it and dead silence. And I'm like, whatever, I'll take my par and we'll move to the next hole. And then the next hole, some funny stuff happened. He let go of his walking cart and went down and went into the, the pond, which I felt like kind of served him right for making me play a hole in dead silence previously. So anyway, so we finished playing this night. I kind of get sort of, sort of a taste, right? To what this extraordinary golf experience is going to be like. At least, at least I think it's a, I think it's a taste. It turns out to not be a, really a taste, but so I um, go off and we um, finish the round, have a nice dinner there at the club and um, get up and get ready for the school the next day. Well, the next day we go into, uh, we meet at Carmel Valley Ranch, also super cool place. And we meet in this upper room right in the clubhouse. And uh, I've, I, I, hey, Carmel Valley Ranch is like heaven to me, right? It's like Nirvana. I love that place. I've learned so much about about golf at, at this club that it feels like home to me. So this, this is my first time in the, in this classroom and I've spent hours and hours there since, and I love the place, but I'm, I'm a little concerned. We're sitting around a great big conference table and there's people from all ages and I'm looking around kind of going, what? You know, I, I think I may have been the youngest guy there and I'm looking around going, what in the world did I just get myself into? This doesn't look like golf schools that I've attended in the past. And uh, so we get started and Fred starts and talks about kind of what we're doing and all that. And um, it's kind of the first, the first item of the day is, hey, we're going to go out and we're going to film your golf swing. I'm like, okay, that sounds normal, right? That's pretty much what we do. We'll film our golf swings. We'll look at them. We'll, we'll discuss them and we'll get into it, right? We'll get into technique and on fixing it. So we go out and they get the cameras all set up. Well, they're going to film us two different ways. They film us, you know, front view and then down the line view of our golf swings hitting golf balls. And then they film us front view and down the line view when I'm throwing a golf club at a golf bag that's like, uh, you know, 20 yards down the back of the tee. Like I'm just chucking this thing. You're taking like a golf swing and you're throwing this golf club. And I'm like, okay, this is odd, right? This is just weird, wacky, wild stuff. But I, hey, right, we're just getting started. I feel like I've got to be a team player. I do this thing. I kind of keep my mouth shut, but I'm a little uncomfortable. We go back up into the, into the conference room, and we all gather around the table. And uh, there's, there's this one old gal that was with us. And um, I, you know, let me jump back. As we go around the table and we introduce one another, there are two people. Okay, there are two people on this table who have never played golf before. Two. I'm like, are you crazy? I am now in like some sort of remedial golf program? I, and, and then one of, the, one of the ladies tells me that, well, well introduces herself. And I, I don't know, let's call her Marge. I, I, I can't remember what her name was. Sweet lady. But she, she comes out and says that she hasn't been playing for very long. I've got one guy who doesn't even have clubs. Right, I, I, my my mind is blowing here, and I think I've made a I've made a major mistake being here. I've dropped over a, a thousand bucks, and I think I've made a huge major mistake. And I don't think I'm going to get anything out of this this class. So there were there we there we are, and so we go out, and so this this one lady, and I don't, she's probably late sixties, early seventies, 
and uh, they film her swing and I kind of see it, you know, and I'm like, oh, geez. And, um, and then we go back up into the course. Well, uh, Fred, uh, and, and Fred is a very wise man, right? He, he picks me out of the group and realizes I'm the skeptic, right? Uh, I'm, I'm the idiot of the bunch. He, he picks it out quickly. And if you go, be careful to not put yourself across as the idiot because Fred will figure it out and uh, put you on the spot which he did wisely. Um, so we, we bring up the videos and the first video is this lady. Um, what I, did I call her name Marge? Marge Myrtle, I don't know what it was, but sweet lady, um, actually just loved her to death for this course. But, but here we are at the beginning and Fred shows her golf swing, right? Where she's hitting the golf ball. And it is, uh, what do you think of this golf swing? And I'm thinking, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I mean, right? Myrtle or whatever's here to, to learn to be a good golfer. What do you think? Do you think that, uh, how long do you think it's going to take her? I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at this thing going, um, chances are, you know, not very good. And he's like, no, no, no. What do you think? What do you think? How long do you think it takes her to be a good golfer? And I am so embarrassed and I feel so horrible that I said this, but I did, and I'm going to, I'm going to admit it and just let it fall where it, I mean, everybody is going to hate me after I say this, but I literally said, she doesn't have time. Whoa, right? Insinuating she's so advanced in years, if I can put it politically correct, that she doesn't have time based on what I know of the golf swing and how hard it is to learn to get good at golf. Right? So I throw it out there. Well, obviously, Marge isn't really happy with it. I, I don't think most of the group was very happy with it. Thane probably wanted to kill me for bringing him into this, this you know, this group of his, right? This, this group of peers. Um, I was a pariah, right? And, and so, but Fred's looking at me like, oh, okay, yeah, that's your opinion. Okay, that's great. Ah, here's the trick. He switches over to the golf swing of, of, uh, of Marge throwing a golf club, right? Face on throwing the golf club at that bag that was 20 yards down the back of the tee and said, Hey, Aaron, based on what you know of the golf swing, what do you think of this move? And I watched that thing in slow motion and I turned to Fred and realized, I realized I've been had, right? Fred had me exactly where he wanted me and he won. And he always wins. But I look at this, this video of, of Marge, and I wish I remembered her name because it was something like that, but throwing this golf club and it's perfect. And I say, it's perfect. As far as a golf motion goes, it's perfect. She takes it back, fluid motion, sets it, hips go first, comes down, flings the club out. I mean, she doesn't go up or down. Her head stays steady. The whole thing. I mean, it was like tour quality motion. And I am completely blown away. And then Fred Shoemaker goes, okay, that's what we do. We take what we have, you know, and we take us throwing or propelling a club. And we try to get closer to that motion and stay away from this motion. And he explains why we make that motion, and I'll probably get into that later. But that for me was the tipping point for Extraordinary Golf. 
Fred Shoemaker and Extraordinary Golf look at the golf swing very differently. And going back to what I said when I was with my daughter and she learned to ride a bike, Fred Shoemaker and Extraordinary Golf give you the experiences you need to finally get an understanding of where you need to be for you and your golf swing. And it's different. It's not about putting yourself into different positions and this, that, and the other. They do it a little bit when they have to, when you really get out of whack. But it's really just about helping you sort of discover who you are naturally. And we, we don't have books and books and books on how to ride a bike. And sometimes, yeah, I'm sure they get technical when they get into it and they want to be aerodynamic and all that kind of stuff. They want to be super professional. professional. Then you've got time trials and all that. Then you've got a coach. But no, we know how to ride a bike. And, and based on what I saw, Marge or Myrtle or whoever this sweet lady was, she knew how to hit a golf ball. She knew how to put a good golf swing together naturally. And we all do. And that's what Extraordinary Golf does. It, it shows you what your natural movement is. And once you tap into that, you play better golf. And that's just the bottom line. And that's why I love Extraordinary Golf. That's why I highly recommend it. That's why I say anybody who ever wants to go to a golf school ever, go there. Because they will help you get to the bike riding experience. Instead of having a, a myriad of coaches giving you a bunch of tips and this, that, and the other that is not accurate feedback, that is not instant feedback, and it's not understandable, relatable feedback. So we can't use it. It lasts a round or two. Some tip lasts a round or two and then it's gone. And I'll discuss why tips and stuff don't work in a later podcast. It's pretty interesting, but we'll discuss on that. But for now, there it is. Extraordinary Golf helps you figure out how you swing a golf club. What's the natural motion that's best for you? And the cool thing about it too, your body knows how to swing a golf club so it doesn't hurt, right? So you take the pain out of it. So if any of you hurt swinging a golf club, uh, you need to go to Extraordinary Golf. They'll teach you how to swing pain-free and get it around the course in very, in, I don't know, very proficiently. And I'll say, I'll close it with this. I played the last nine holes we played before we left, and you get to play, which is awesome. I played with March, right? And she played beautifully, not perfect, but she hit some really amazing drives. She hit some wonderful approach shots. She was a golfer and she went from somebody, the Havocamps, to somebody who could get it around the course um, and, and hit some good golf shots in three days. It was miraculous and uh, still one of the coolest experience, golf experiences ever. And it happened in the first um, the first time I experienced extraordinary golf. And, and I assure you, if you go, you will have that aha epiphany moment where you kind of go, okay, this Fred guy is a brilliant dude. And I only want to learn golf from him. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, this is Aaron Stewart and I'm out. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.